Hello and welcome to another episode of the UK Airshow Review podcast, the podcast we started when we had no airshows to review. My name is Sam and joining me tonight are Dan and Tom. What the fuck are Riyadh thinking? Wow, Jesus. <laughs> Whoa, strong. This is the X-rated well, review. Well, that's, in terms, that in terms, of, we, in terms of what? Let's, uh, let's add some context. Let's quantify it. Uh, so, on Thursday... So, so 12 o'clock UK time in, on Thursday, uh, we get the usual Riyadh Thursday midday update, and it's an absolute stonker. You've got an E4 making its show debut, as far as we can tell. Kuwait sending a typhoon for Static, um, as well as a, a few other bits and bobs that were, gen- generally speaking, quite good. And we're, we're all on a like a genuine high. Um, it, it's one of the best rare updates that we've had, and it's two weeks before the show, and it's absolutely massive. Thursday evening, we all get an email, or, or those of us who have free app get an email saying that they're increasing... That it's not just that they're increasing the prices. They're changing the entire structure of free app. So up till now, for those who don't know, you had Mac 1, Mac 2, Mac 3. Mac 3 being all six days of the show. Wait, six days of the show. Yeah. Mac 2 being four days, Mac 1 being the, just the weekend. Yeah. Um, And they, they've turned around and said, uh, we're very glad that over 70% of you are joining us for all six days. As a result, from next year, we're changing it so that you can only buy six-day tickets, and you can only you can buy them in four bands: bands A, B, C, D, and D, uh, which, as far as we can tell, are based on where the seats are. But the prices are all going up by like minimum a hundred pounds, with the most expensive seats being three hundred and seventy-five pounds. Not including the loyalty discount, but it's still an absolutely massive increase no matter what you're doing mm. and unsurprisingly the community lost its shit <laughs> can i ask a question so as the only non free app member doing the podcast today um obviously it's quite interesting for me because um you know prospectively thinking about doing free app at some point what is the discount because I, I, the loyalty I've, discount yeah like how much is it what is it? I don't know. It's a good question because I don't. I don't. I don't even know. Um, I think the. I think it is. Um, is it up to thirty pounds off? Uh, there's. There's basically gold, silver, and bronze, and it's predicated on how, when you last, uh, basically how many free acts you've done before. So if you, <clears throat> excuse me, if you've done the last one show as you know if last year you did free out for the first time you then get a bronze discount which i guess maybe is a tenner off i i, I forget i could probably probably look it up while we're talking or maybe sam can while i'm talking um and then it goes to silver if you've done two the two previous shows uh you then get another chunk of money off um but i think it goes up in 10 pounds and then gold which is sort of the the maximum discount you can get which is three shows or more um you i think you get 30 quid off I think right, okay. I think that's what it is. Um, so, which which is kind of a pain in the ass because you know, say if you have to miss one year because uh, yeah. uh, you get a wedding or something, yeah, exactly. Then I, I don't know. I don't know if you either go down like one tier, so you go down back down to a silver, and then you get jump back up, or you just lose it all. Um, but that's been that's been sort of extant since I want to say 2018, 2017. 
Right. I I can't actually find any information online of what the discount. Probably because it's all it's all discount. sold out and it's it's you know there. But but um, it, that that's it in a nutshell. It's basically a loyalty right. discount. Um, and it's, it's also worth just, saying to if you wish to lose your loyalty, you must book by phone. Which, but we don't know how that's working anymore because that's all changed apparently. Yeah. But the the biggest issue with it. I mean, we could discuss the prices and, and all of that in a bit. The thing that has to be mentioned is the the tone of the email was was disgusting, to be honest. So they, it was written in a way. I mean, do you know what I tell? I'll, I'll get it up. I, I, I should have got it up before we started talking. That's what she but, said. Um, <sighs> well, you... But but you're right. Yes, the the tone of it, and and Sam will read it the, out. The the, the, the the tone of it is basically like, well. This is this is on this is basically it's on you. Yeah, is this this is what you wanted? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we all sat yeah, there so... and said we want a fifty percent increase in our in our pricing. Our changes reflect what's happened over the last three years and take into account your incredible feedback to make free app more reflective reflective of what you the members have told us you want. What to pay more money? Yeah, it's not just that. It might just be okay. So put the costs on a peg for the moment because we'll come back to them for sure. But it might be that you know if the feedback was no one is is paying for uh, it, it, no one actually wants two days and everyone wants six days, then then that's maybe what they're getting at. But one thing that struck me, and of course, I didn't attend the free app forum because I couldn't take a day off work this year. I know Sam, you did, but. Mm-hmm. They did promise to put notes of the free app forum up in a uh, free app members have a an exclusive members area which um spoiler alert has absolutely nothing in it. I still think it refers to the 2019 members thing. Yeah, yeah, There's but... nothing in it except for and I've checked it regularly this year um except for uh, a grandstand etiquette uh sort of PDF and and basically merchandise, free app merchandise. That's it. There's nothing else in there at all. Um and we and we were promised for the free app forum. Basically, the minutes of that would be put in the members area to be discussed and to be you know so that those who couldn't attend the free app forum because it is mm-hmm. on a weekday and you can't get time off work sometimes, um, uh, so that others can see what was discussed and what was raised because it's for all free app members. Um, but apparently, from from what people who were at the forum, said, no, this was never mentioned. Well, well yeah, for, yeah. For, for one thing, the the headline thing is that this was never mentioned. Which I mean, what the fuck is the point of a free app forum if you're not going to do that? And I'm sorry for swearing, but do, what what is the point of a free app forum yeah. if you're not yeah. going to consult free app members on price increases? Um, even if they weren't, I you know the 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 sort of argument I guess will be we hadn't ironed everything out yet. We weren't exactly sure where you know what we we're going to do, but. Even just saying, look, guys, we're ch- we're changing the system. We're we're looking at changes. We don't know exactly how it's going to work yet, but we but FYI, we are going to be changing it. To basically fire off this email on a Thursday night, two weeks before the show, literally fourteen days before a lot of free app members have to basically renew their passes um, mm. with completely ambiguous wording, zero explanation, and then saying, "Well, this is what you wanted." And no one has mm. any clue what any of it means because none of us did want this. Um, yeah. It's just like, what the f- what are you playing at? What are you doing? Um, and also, way to completely overshadow what was possibly one of the best participation updates of the year. And mm-hmm. the reason they had to do it is probably because they realised internally it's either, you know, have this 
conversation happening now or have it happening on a Thursday morning and it was better to just do it now but I just it's just the communication on this has been absolutely it, it is it is the absolute the they couldn't have got it more wrong yeah and it's such yeah, a shame because they've been doing the, the, the so well this year. We absolutely yeah, panned them. Well. Sam, I remember in your review in 2019, you you slated them for the... Co- rightly so, I think. You slated them for their, for just incoherent communication. And, that was shocking. But, and then this mm. year they've done so well. And it's been like... They, they had a rocky start. They, 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 they really they recovered. A bit of a rocky start. But, you know, you, you, can, you can give them a bit of grace... You know, for yeah. whoever's maybe yeah. new team members in or whatever, but you know, efforts were made, and you could tell yeah. that there was a solid. They were at least trying, and people just like a bit of fair play. And then just to fire this off at the eleventh hour, and I'm sure that there will be um, their way of justifying it, whether or not it's satisfactory, I don't know. But man alive, to fire this off at the eleventh hour, and we've been discussing it, and it's like it says, you know, payment will be taken at the point of booking. Well. Does that mean that there's no direct debt? Does that mean the full payment of potentially three hundred and seventy-five pounds um, is is taken up, at front, the, at, up front, and then uh, they they fire this off on the thirtieth of June? So there's no other paydays between now yeah, and Thursday it. morning yeah. of Riyadh. When yeah, who has that kind of money just to, just lying around? And that's to say nothing think, of discussions with the wife, discussions with the other half, discussions with the husband, whoever. Discussions with your other half to say, "I want to do this," and they go, "Well, how much is this going to cost?" And you think, "Well, suddenly there, it's gone there, from two hundred and fifty to three hundred and seventy-five quid." Mm, that's mad. there was something posted on Facebook that got shared around, which someone had typed up following. They had a call, a phone call yeah. with. The DBH Douglas Butler House, which I think suggested that you you could there were payment instalment options. I think there are, but it but, shouldn't but have that to was, be. That wasn't mentioned. But why in email? hasn't that no. been communicated? Yeah, well, exactly, by, yeah. exactly. This this is exactly the point on communication. It shouldn't have to be that an anonymous post that you know, and it's from Plains Camera Band to the Facebook group, and those guys are. Uh, you know great and i actually enjoy that group a lot um i'm more of a lurker than a contributor but you know that that's a phone call they've had it shouldn't have to be a for us to have to phone up and ask this and b for that to be then shared around and i don't know how authentic this person is i'd give them the benefit of the doubt of course i trust them but you, know, you don't know there's no there's yeah. no official rasce branding on any of that post and it's so helpful that yeah, they've sure. done it but like did that phone call really happen? We don't know. There's absolutely no clarity was it, was at it, all. Can there was no, you know, yeah, it was so ambiguous. And what if, so, what if come Thursday it was morning, so uninformative, other than the price change? What if come Thursday morning, that post was just rumor and speculation, and it wasn't on a phone call, or it was, oh, my friend, a friend of a friend heard this, and a bit of Chinese whispers, and actually, no, you do need to pay direct debit up front. Uh, sorry, a uh, uh, full amount up front, and there's no direct debit option. It's just. The just expecting people to um to sort of just be like oh well fair enough there we are is yeah, yeah I think that's just that's just atrocious and um, given that Free Out are supposedly the most loyal and friends that's what the F in Free Out stands for you I mean you substitute it for another word if you need to um <laughs> like fridge of the Royal Inst- I don't know um, okay okay Tom. Fannies. Fucked the fucked hyphen off. If you say fucked off <laughs> with a hyphen, does that count as two words, or is it? Yes, I would. 
Uh, Faux react. Very, very anyway, fast whatever. and loose rules around acronyms, isn't it? Um, but it's just, yeah, it's just the, the community. It shouldn't have to be for people to phone up. And uh, I've sent an email. I, I did a quick whip round of the forum and tried to con- codify as much of the sentiment as possible into as many questions as possible and, and i'm waiting for a response on that to be fair they, they phoned up immediately and acknowledged it mm. uh, which is quite nice that they phoned up but and and said we've got it we'll do what we can to get you a response as soon as possible but two weeks to the show people need clarity what they're going to do what how, how does how yeah. do the renewals happen on thursday how can people commit to anything mm. I, I think it's it's worth pointing out at this point as well i know some people that will probably listening to this going well i'm not a member of free app or free app doesn't bother me or i don't go to free app i think the, the point we're making here is the fact that as as tom just sort of highlighted then free app is such a a core part of the the react structure that to alienate quite a lot of members like this with a poorly worded email in the 11th hour whilst yeah it's not a massive part of the air show attendance is pretty pretty gopping it it it's to to I think as well some context is that a huge majority of free app members who as you say that it, it it is the so-called friends of the Royal International Air Tattoo. It is the enthusiast scheme. It's a very, very social thing as well because it's it's a big social gathering of, of it's pretty much a community air show. It can be very and international in fact. Yeah, community, community yeah. is a good way of putting it. And this community, the most demonstrably the most loyal, um, sort of by definition, the most loyal customers of of React anyway, all the vast majority of them kept their money in the show of the pandemic. Um, They rolled their tickets over, they kept the money in, and then... I can't remember when it was. Probably should have done my I think it was... I was looking at this. I I know what you're going to say. I think it was uh, September or October last year. So less than a year... Before now, um, free app members were told that their tickets were going up by another 30 quid or whatever it was anyway. So they've already had, already had in the last year, a price hike put on them, even though they've kept their money in the, in the, in the, in the show and rolled it over rather than asking for a refund. And that itself was met with a lot of criticism and a, and a bad response, but... It wasn't an outrageous increase. It was, like I said, I think it was like 30 quid or something increase. A lot of people said, look, that you're basically asking free app members to carry the cash flow here rather than the general public who have rolled over tickets. And uh, Yeah, because I don't think their ticket prices did go up, did they? And those those free app members said, look, it's a bit bit unfair that we have to stump up 30 quid, but people who have general tickets and, and everything else, general admission, don't. But whatever, fair enough. You know, we love the show. We care about it. We are the show's yeah. friends and to a man and it, and it 30 quid people, wasn't insane you know it's not and to a man people people were happy to contribute to that because they know that yeah the show obviously has has been knackered from from covid as have all the other air shows by the way i you know it's not just react this but you know to a man they they might have grumbled a bit but we contributed um because for the you know for the greater good so let it not be said that Free app members are just like, oh well, they're not interested. They don't care about the show. They only care about their own pitches. Well, no, we do. But then, being told about this at the eleventh hour, when we have already had a price hike, and so and and that leads you on to the the conclusion that it's one of two things: either general ticket prices are going to go up by perhaps as much as fifty percent, 
And good luck getting you know a family of four into Riyadh on mm. what's what what a general admission at the moment quid. sixty quid a day so ninety odd quid a day. Good luck getting uh, you know um, two tickets for ninety quid. And if you have an over eighteen, you know if you're going with a ninety year old child, then well yeah, I say child, nineteen year old um, sibling or person, or you're taking your grandfather or something, that's ninety yeah. quid a ticket per person. Mm. So good luck selling yeah. that. Either that's what's happening because the show needs to recoup its costs after the pandemic. And if that's the cost of the show, that's the cost of the show. It's That's not good at all. But either that's what's happening or free app members are being unfairly shafted because they know that we, you know, we love these aircraft so much and there's no other way we can get them and, and see them in the UK that yeah. we're more likely to, to take the hits compared to the general public who go, oh, stuff this, we'll just go to Walton Towers for the day instead. That's one That's one of the two conclusions. And the problem is, in terms of making, trying to work out whether or not it's worth paying for free at, at the moment, you, you pay the extra costs and it does make it sort of marginally worth, you know, um, well, it depends which band you go for, but now you have to, mm. to weigh it all up. Is it cheaper just to buy your individual tickets, especially those who can't commit to the full six days? Is it cheaper just to buy the individual tickets? Or if general admission prices are also increasing by the same amount, then maybe Freeat is still the, the most cost-effective option to do mm. you know, to do that. But how can Freeat members make a decision if we don't know the general pricing until September? You know, so either yeah, free app yeah. members are getting shafted now, or general ticket prices are going it. to increase in in proportion, you know, proportionately in September anyway. And you think, well, okay, basically the air shows suddenly become hugely expensive to attend, whichever way you attend. And I don't know which one's the better of those two scenarios. And that's it again. That that was the tone of the email. There was no, ju- there was literally no justification for the increase of the prices above inflation in the middle of a cost, cost of living crisis. Um, there was no justification for it. There wasn't anything said. We prices will be going up across the board next year. We haven't finalised that yet, but we can tell you that, which is why we. Mm-hmm. But we. But you're our most loyal customers, so we thought we would tell you now in advance and all of that sort of stuff. Yeah. There was none of that. It literally was. You want this? You told us you wanted this. You told us you wanted to pay more and have less up fewer options. And which going back to the free app forum where this wasn't raised. Not only was it not raised, but the survey feedback that they usually report, and I, I know these report survey feedback because I've been to free app forums before. I know they say, okay, you know, last year's satisfaction survey said this was great and this was crap or whatever. Um, and it's just contrary to what the satisfaction survey was, uh, which people said that people were broadly happy with the system. Um, and likewise, you know, the argument that the weekend free app tickets are selling less, but the six-day tickets are selling more doesn't quite square itself away because all free app packages, yeah. either Mac 1 or, or Mac 3, have all sold out this year. That yeah, may be because yeah. of pandemic demand or because people didn't get their Mac 3 tickets. I do I do take that point. That may be why. But they're, they're still sold out, you know. Um, and, I just... and, and, and and we know people, in even within our group of UCAR staff people, let alone the wider community, who welcome a shorter day a shorter length package yeah. for for whatever the various personal reasons. It, they, they some of them they prefer to do a four day one because they can't do the full length one. They prefer some of them even ideally want to do you know prefer to do the just the weekend, but they like the convenience and the benefits that, that free enclosure has. Um, maybe there is a huge amount of free actors out there 
who have provided feedback that they only want a six-day option. I don't know, but I don't know how you can square it, as you say, when when they are still selling out the the, the Mac One and Mac Two. Yeah. And one one thing that I just find very surprising is we know that there has been a lot of change at DBH and there's been new people come in and new marketing people and new finance people and all of that. But there's still a lot of older, the the former people around, you know, pre-pandemic people. Um, and in particular, Wendy is still around, who's been running free out for a very long time. She's a free out legend. And we all love her. She is. And I, you know, this is just speculation. I would be amazed if she thought this was a good idea. Um, and I would be amazed if she hadn't suggested that it was not going to go down. If it, I, I could believe it's an idea that's come from somewhere else in the organisation and that it has basically been put on them to do because I can't believe that that, that Wendy herself or, or anyone else in the organisation didn't look at that email and say, this really isn't going to go down well at all. Mm. Well, you know, this needs some explanation of or, or justification or something. This is this is the problem. It's when, just when bizarre. You, you... It's bizarre, isn't it? It's such an own goal, and at such a late stage, and you know, yeah. and overshadowing such an amazing um, uh, participation update. And I get it. You know, I, I get there will be people to listen uh, listening to this who just don't do free out, and they're like, "Well, I don't care," because we got absolutely slated in our 2016 review. I think Andy wrote it. Just to just to get myself out of that, but I think we got <laughs> slated by saying in the 2016 review that the the biggest issue of 2016 was some change to the free at seating. I get that not everyone. It was does it was that the seats were smaller than they were before. Something like that, yeah. And I, but know, I think there's a big difference between the seats and the grandstand are much smaller, and that between that and actual cost, the prices have gone up yeah. by an extraordinary amount. But so so and, 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 and we got panned. I think probably rightly. Um, so I completely get that not everyone listening to this and not everyone on UCAR and not all of our friends do free out and they just think well mm-hmm. you know well the show's got to recover its costs but there's either a cautionary tale here that either free app members who are, who are supposedly the, the most loyal members the people who the show ought to rely on to continue to put money into the coffers rather than a family that goes once you know and then goes oh that was nice but now we want to go to Alton Towers or Skegness or to Centre Parks next year you know yeah, <laughs> Skeg but <laughs> the point is that is free app members are the most reliable customers and that's where that's where free app turned to when they needed help with the cash flow and to a man, they all they all contributed. So either free app members who are the most loyal people are getting unfairly shafted, or it's a cautionary tale that we're all getting. You know, these price increases. We're just the first to know about it because free app renew on, mm. on the Thursday of the show, and that and to brace yourselves that maybe there's a massive ticket ice hike, ticket price hike coming, uh, come September. That's the cautionary tale for anyone who's not a free app member. Either we're getting in, screwed over, which is just unfair in anyone's book, or we're everyone's going to have yeah. a huge, huge sort of uh, problem in terms of trying to save up for this show because everything's going to everything's going to skyrocket. But in which case they should have communicated. In which case but, they should have communicated all yeah. of this so that people have a chance to save up. I, imagine asking someone to contribute three hundred seventy-five pound to anything on without them having a payday but at least one payday i mean it should be like mm. several at the very least you know this is why they should have raised it in april at the free app forum yeah. 
because yeah, absolutely. people could have gone, Christ, that's a lot. But I love Ria. I want to contribute to the show. Yeah. I get it. Um, uh, you know, I'll have to try and find a way of saving in these next couple of months. So I'll have to cut back on something. What can what can people cut back on now? Because they, they so, you know, the, the, the payday's coming. Well, everything's being cut down anyway, isn't it? And and not, that's not to mention the cost of living crisis that we're all suffering. It's somehow it's it's always the people, and not to get too bloody fucking Karl Marx over it, but it's always the people that has to pay, isn't it? It's always the the corporations that have to recoup their costs. How am I going to recruit my costs? You know. So it's, well, this is where we, you, you you get the people. Oh, it's all for charity, isn't it? Well, yeah, but I know I'm not I'm not thinking at the charity when I'm walking around the static park taking photos. Or anything, you know? <laughs> well, it's so half and half. How much... But then, but then, is the charity done justice if all these free app members say I I just can't? Yeah, if direct debit's not an option, yeah. and these free app members say I just can't pay three hundred quid for you know, without yeah. a payday. If you'd have told me three, four months ago, I might have been able to cobble it together, but I just can't pay that, so I'm not going to pay it. So, so the charity, so this is just a nonsense argument anyway. If people can't afford to do it in in a year of cost so of living just, crisis, sorry. Just before I ask, get on to asking Dan about whether he would pay for it or not, it has just occurred to me. Say every single person now thinks, bloody hell, that's a lot. Okay, but I'm going to go. But I only want to pay the three hundred pounds, and I'm happy to get the lower down seat. What are they going to do if no one buys band A, band B, band C? <laughs> then what? I don't know. Huh. How, what what um, do the band no A mean? Well, there's there's rumour circulating yeah, online that, that band A, £375, is only the 30 most prestigious seats. But the email doesn't fucking say that. So how yeah. do we know? You know, I've got two weeks now to try and find either 375 quid if that's the equivalent Mac 3, which I always get. Or, mm. you know, maybe band D, which is 300 quid, which i it will suffice but how the fuck do i know the email doesn't say it just says band a b c d what the fuck do, what, what do the bands mean you know yeah. is band a really and 30 I've... seats or is it the entire top yeah. row or is it the entire top two rows or top four how can a you pack lunch yeah well yeah, you yeah. Get yeah. and 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 as, and as you said on the forum there were no sweet no sweetness thrown in whatsoever and they're saying that this is this much for a six-day ticket because that's what everyone wants now but the people doing the, the 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 day punters don't have to consider things like accommodation and driving there daily and and all of that. And accommodation around Fairford is so fucking overinflated around the week of Riyadh. Mm. It is impossible to get a reasonable priced accommodation around there because everyone hikes their prices up. Unsurprisingly, but that's you know it, it sucks. You can't you and can't so blame people for doing it, but it is still, or it is still a, a worry that you have to have if you're paying yeah, yeah. if you're paying that, that money. Um, yeah, 100%. Or you get have to do camping. You you you're you're looking forward to doing camping this year. I'm not someone who enjoys camping, but do I have to now do that in order to afford to go to the show that I love? Da, da, da. How much was a, a goal a Mac three raw Mac three no loyalty discount this year? Do you know? I don't know if there were any this year. I looked at my hang on. Twenty twenty was. I'll tell you now. I looked at it the other day, 2020, which, by the way, was was a quite quite a big um, increase. Anyway, uh, I think 2020 was. There we are. Let's have a look. 200. Well, with the discount, 220 pounds, but that's gold loyalty. I suspect that probably means it's around either 250 or maybe yeah, 250. So say yeah, bronze is 10 pound off. Let's say silver is 20, gold is 30. So in 2020 the Mac 3 price was 220 quid. And that was that was an increase even back then on 2019. Um, yeah. And you know, so increase, we, assume... you know, we, we get that there's increases. No one, you know, yeah. people will pay it. We get it. 
you know. But the 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 like for like therefore of a, of a Mac three, you assume is band B. Yeah. Um, as a as the minimum, uh, you know, we we don't want to make the comparison of going straight down to band D. So if if, so so if then the price, including the the hike, was two hundred and seventy or two hundred and eighty pounds, you know, including the price hike last mm. year, um, you're looking at a seventy to eighty pound increase. Now, mm. genuine question to Dan. <laughs> Is someone who say if you were able to do Mac three, what it, would you be have been prepared to pay two hundred eighty, two hundred seventy or two hundred eighty pounds for what you know Mac three gives, what you've heard people say, and would would you be prepared to pay three hundred fifty pounds? That's a, a gen, genuine question, and and as someone who's never done it before, who's never bought a free ad ticket, and therefore before. doesn't have the loyalty discount. Yeah, so I'm I'm starting from square one. And I was genuinely, and I'm not just saying it for the sake of um, running React's name through the mud. I was genuinely looking at do it, doing free app last next year, sorry, because uh, I did it for the first time with you guys. Very generously, Sam gave me his dad's ticket for the Sunday in 2019. I'm doing Sunday and Monday this year again, very generously off Sam's dad's ticket. So I've just worked out the price. I'm not paying for a ticket this year. And even before, so my flight down, because bearing in mind, I live a long way away from Riyadh. I'm, I'm having to, yeah, I live in Inverness. So I'm having to get, I'm driving to Glasgow, paying for parking, getting a flight down to Bristol, getting a hire car. Even before looking at fuel, that's 390 quid just to get to Riyadh and stay somewhere. Mm. So then adding on the cost for, another 300 let's say that's the same amount next year and then i pay 300 pounds for a free app ticket i can't afford that there is no chance i could go on holiday somewhere nice abroad or go to an air show abroad and have a few extra days holiday there i don't know whether it would be you know athens flying week or something like that i could spend a week in greece probably for that amount of money yeah um and i could get a tan in the process and not stand in the rain um, it's just it's, and, I, and as 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 Tom sort of said, two weeks notice. I'm not a free app member, so when that email first came through, because I don't get the emails, but when it was posted, I was like, it doesn't bother me. But then I thought, well, well actually, it does because I'm not going to get another month's pay mm. between now and then. I can't afford that. The and I'm mm. I mean, personally, you know, other things to save for. I've got a wedding to save for and things like that. It's, it's not going to happen. And that is now yeah. probably well. I wouldn't cancel the wedding, mate. But... Yeah, or have the wedding at Riyadh. <laughs> Just do that. Get get Ben's and Els for fishing. <laughs> <laughs> I want a C one thirty doing like a, a Kaysan approach with with me in the back. I was um, going to say it's more of a toilet break, to be honest. But there we go. Oh, <laughs> very good. Well done. Well done. Um, but. It's yeah. It's just it's simply not, and it it might mean now that I can't do React next year, because yeah, as as Tom sort of alluded to as well, is this sort of the early warning of everything's going to go up, and I'm not, I don't want to pay for an extra React ticket where I don't get as much value for money for one day and travel all the way down there because it's such a long journey for me. So, so it, it it therefore makes React unobtainable basically so okay so then the next question is the next sort of argument that is frequently trotted out is just vote with your feet don't go don't pay but then 
that's not really i always find voting with with your feet is never really that satisfactory yeah you, you can do it sometimes i voted with my feet for duxford I, I just don't find it a pleasant venue I, nothing on duxford i just don't find it and it's a bit of a ball late for me to go to so i just stopped paying and i think a lot of people are voting so, with their feet for duxford, <laughs> fine yeah. but and also because i'm kind of happy that i don't feel like there's that much i'm missing but yeah um but with React, there, there just is no other equivalent. And this is the, the problem with, and I, I'm going to say the word monopoly, not in a, I'm not criticizing React. You know, they, they haven't secretly orchestrated the downfall of, of other massive military air shows or whatever, but there genuinely is no other show. So within voting for my feet, there, there is no other option. You know, if I thought that well, React prices are, are horrible, so I will go to their cheaper competitor, which is, I know, say, if Milton Hall was still around, or even just like Boddington, mm-hmm. or even Yeovilton. Fuck it, we just say Yeovilton for the sake of argument. Then fine, there, may, there might be an argument to vote with your feet, but there is nothing else no, that's, that's even mm-hmm. remotely close. And so that's just such an unsatisfying thing, because basically it's like, okay, so React have done this, and I'm supposed to just shut up and either put my money where my mouth is, or just not go, and then. But I like going to rehab. I like see Ace. I like the the aircraft and and all the rarities. Also, I like seeing all my friends every year. So now I, I what I don't see people that I only see at Riyadh who I enjoy catching mm. up with and saying hello mm. to. And so now I have to vote with my feet and and take a massive hit to to my mental health because it's something that I really really enjoy. Um, and so, and what I'm just supposed to just sit there silently and either pay the price. Or shut up about it. No, no, fuck that. That's that's a, the most unsatisfying thing. And when there's mm. no direct competitors, voting with with your feet um, is you know is a bit of a pain in the ass. Imagine if all <laughs> smartphones in the world were Apple, right? And an Android didn't exist, and you were like, oh well, don't, I don't give a shit if you don't like Apple's working practice. Mm. Vote with your feet. Well, what? So I'm gonna have to fucking get like boot up my old thirty three ten. It's just such a stupid. Yeah. I, it just doesn't make it just doesn't work when there's no direct comparison but to me the, somewhere else. Well, the, Sorry, it doesn't. It doesn't. Vote with your feet doesn't necessarily mean you have you're, you're going somewhere else. You could just not go. I mean, it, it was yeah, but that's the, that's and, the point. But I don't want to like not go. I want to be able to. I mean, and I, this I, is I why really I'm saying, enjoy, yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't know what damage it would do to the show because it, it you you wouldn't want it to cause the end of the show well, because no. it would go under. Well, and that's that's but the secondary point as well. It, it, as I far as we're like concerned, Rehab. the best case scenario is that, uh, that the free at Grandstand is, is half empty next year because people haven't wanted to go and they realise that people won't stand for that. I can't see it happening. Was, well, what that's the other thing. They, what if you vote they, for your feet? They get no one enough else backlash does, now, and so you're just a, a happy loss sale. You know, one customer yeah. to any business is is not a tremendous loss. Nothing. So no. you're just sat there at home, you know, having voted with your feet, while all your friends are still getting together and having beers and enjoying great rare aircraft. Still yeah, it, so much. It's money it's an invidious it. position. So it, it's a lot harder to just vote with your feet than a lot of people online make it sound because. We like it and ah. we care. And we fucking care about the show. We genuinely yeah. like it. We're yeah. not saying this because we enjoy shitting on Riyadh because we're paying money. We don't want to be shitting on a show that we're paying that much money to go to. We, we're we saying it because we genuinely care and we want you know these criticisms to be properly considered. And whoever has made this decision, I'm afraid it's simply the wrong decision. If there are yeah. costs, we get that there's costs coming mm. back from a pandemic. And if these are costs across the board, then... You, good luck selling it, but at least they'll be fair. But if they're unfair costs, then that's just shitty. That's just shitty. It's beyond unforgivable. Yeah, yeah, yeah because you're, you're treating your most loyal as 
as the punching bag who you know can take the hardest punch because what are they going to do? Go somewhere else? Ha ha ha, lol. They love planes too much. So fuck it, let's increase the prices for them. Let's demand that they pay 30 quid um, and, and, and the general punters it, who've rolled over their not, tickets don't do that. Ooh. The thing is, it's not necessarily something that maybe we take into account. Maybe damn, but just in general, you know, if you do decide to go or 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 not that you have to decide to go, there may be people who will be able to afford to go otherwise, but will now have to make this decision between doing Riyadh, which they would normally have been able to do, doing Riyadh or doing a going on holiday with their family, whereas yep. before they might have been able to do both, this now might be one or the other. That, and so yeah. obviously people will, will not be And they've been given 14 days, just 14 days. Out of 365, they've been given 14 mm. days to have that conversation with their other half. That you know, look, I really love Riyadh, but I'm going to have to pay potentially 375. We don't know what the fuck the bans mean, but you know, maybe 375 at maximum. Yeah. Um, they what well, they got 14 days to have that conversation. Mm. That you know, that might yeah, be a, that might be a ban- family. The bans holiday. could be more central, you know, fanning outwards from the center rather than higher or lower. Yeah. You know? Again, we just don't know. It's 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 so unclear. I'm I'm talking as someone that hasn't spent lots and lots of money on Riyadh and things like that. But it, from from that perspective, it's and this is what I'm saying. It would it's easier for me to just go. Well, I can spend less money and go to a show abroad. Yeah, 100%. I mean, Riyadh obviously means a lot to me. It's the first show I've done since Melon 2019. So there's a good reason I'm making Riyadh my first show in three years. Mm. Not just because I'm getting free out for free, but um, <laughs> but it. How far do you push your interest in aviation before it just becomes, like I said, for me personally, and for, you know, I'm not going to be the only person that's coming from Scotland and or probably further away. At what well, point? Yeah, Gordon, Gordon, Gordon lives in Edinburgh. It's not, there are pe- lots of people who, who come from all Japan, over yeah. the world. Korea, yeah. at, at what point yeah. does it just become ridiculous? And it's just as 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 a a product that a lot of people already feel is being devalued because an increasingly corporate corporated in corporationized corporatized show corporatized corporatized yes I made that up I increasingly increasingly I'm three years in at this show more (laughs) of a you know bigger corporate corporation there has got to be a word that I'm missing here. Cock. Bigger, bigger uh, corporation zones, less space on the on the crowd line, and all of that stuff. And now, free and particularly, you've got this fucking great big construction site in front of the grandstand, which is going to make photography less appealing. Mm. Which is the, you know, ostensibly the best thing about free is that is is the location is the best spot on the grandstand for photography, more or less. And the and um, the Monday departures. Uh, I've spoken to plenty of people Monday before departures. these price hikes. Sorry to cut in, but before these price hikes, who we were saying, well, you know that those hangers. Obviously, that's nothing to do with with the RFCT. They don't control that. Of course, they don't. It's not a criticism of them. But those hangers will um, affect Monday departures from the grandstand. And a lot of people have said, you know what, I might just do one day in. Uh, I'll do I'll, I'll I'll do the arrivals. Um, I'll try and you know and, and and either get some nice uncluttered approach shots from east or some ground shots from west, and then I'll go to either east or west to catch the departures. And then I'll just do the weekend from Totter Down and and pay like whatever what I can't remember what it was now like a tenner or something a day. Yeah. 
you know, you're just going to push people out. Yeah. You push people live side, yeah. especially as now with the massive great big hangers there anyway, people are thinking, do I want to pay all of that money? And then I'm going to feel like if I'm not in those grandstand seats, I'm like, I'm just pissing away money for something where I'm not sat where I need to be, you know. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, very, very tricky, very difficult. Sorry to cut in, Sam. No, no, it's 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 exactly right. It's... It, it, and this is a conversation that could, would invariably have been avoided. We might still have been discussing the price hike, but invariably been avoided because if they had just put any amount of explanation or justification or told us what the fucking bans are and told us whether it's going to be direct debit or told us why or told us if it's going to be more price hikes across the board or anything like that. But they haven't done any that's, of that. That's it's the, like they genuinely yeah. thought people were just going to take it on the chin and go, "Well, I love React." That's so, the, that's the yeah, second. That's the it. second shot of this double barrel shotgun. It's not just the price hikes. If it was just one, you know, it, obviously people would have grumbled anyway because it's a shitload of money, no matter and in a cost of living crisis. But it's also the fact that it's just been farted out with 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 awful clarity even if they'd have put it out with clarity the 14 days is is dog shit i'm i'm so sorry to say it but it's awful to give people just 14 days yeah. to decide we yeah, we all probably expected price hikes were, were realists all right i was happy to pay an increased price whether i was happy to pay potentially 375 pound if that's the equivalent of mac 3 which is how i first read it it probably isn't now that some of the rumors have come out but you know if you're going to push these price hikes out at least give clarity, uh, the, the, and if you're going to do it, at it, least back, give time. And they've done the, n- neither the, of those things. The equivalent of Mac Three is still probably this band B, which is still three hundred and fifty pounds. It's only twenty five pounds less than the than the three hundred and seventy five. So it, yeah. it's 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 still it's still so much. So I'm basically now going to have to have either less of a product um, if I go for band D. But we don't know what the fuck they mean. Yeah. So how how can we make this decision? Yeah. How can I have this conversation? Do I pay three hundred pounds for band D? But then maybe risk the bottom row of the grandstand and, and have all those you know those bars, your know, handrails in the way in the way of my photos. Yeah. Or do I go for a higher band? But then I might think, well, hang on, is it worth paying it? It's just it's just a it's a it's a clusterfuck. I'm so sorry. It's a corp, corporatocracy. Yeah. And and like anyway. I said, what do they do if every single person says, ah, I can I don't mind sitting lower down. I'll go for band D. Then what? Then what are they going to do? We we have um, we have submitted questions to Riyadh about this. I should say. And by the yeah. time that this podcast comes out. I'm hoping that we'll have received a response. So maybe all of these criticisms are now put to bed. But the general principle is you can't treat your most loyal customer base and the people who are the first to inject cash into next year's show because they're the first ones to buy tickets. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. uh, y- people y- literally y- buy them before this yeah. before this year's show has. Yeah. yeah. So so you can't treat your customer base that way with a no time, b no clarity and see with massive price hikes and zero justification and 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 fuck them by saying and not not fuck them but but fuck off by saying oh this is what you wanted absolute yeah. bollocks i i want to see yeah. what survey uh uh stuff said that because and they just didn't raise that at the free app forum didn't even mention a thing so i worry we've been talking about this though so maybe we should hate on something else instead well, I was going to say, speaking of ill-thought-out, poorly written <laughs> whoa, garbage, whoa, this is, we'll call this the vinegar, the vinegar episode, because we are full of venom. <laughs> a new <laughs> Top Gun film came out a few weeks ago. Can I, can I just... I didn't like it. I lay it. my cards on the table? I loved it. I absolutely <laughs> loved it. Dan, break the tie. Which, which way do you lean? Do you, did you Dan, know, you know what? 
I actually really liked it with provide with with provisos with some big old provisos. But I'll let Sam. I'm just going to move yeah, back. So from my what, didn't, what didn't you like about it? Let me so let, let me let me break out my uh, my document of criticism. Oh God, he's made notes. <laughs> what a geek! Can imagine the pen uh, bear in mind, furiously bear in mind, scratching I want to point in the middle out, of the movie. I want to point out, probably of our entire group, I was the least interested and the least excited for this were, film because yeah. I don't really like the first one anyway. And and you're not, um, and, you're and I was still the fu- fan, like hate yeah, and I'm not a Hornet fan yeah. in any yeah. way. I was the first person in the fucking UCAR group that went to see it. Yeah, you were, yeah. So yeah, I'm the one that put in the fucking legwork on this. Um, I. Didn't think it's not a bad film. Clearly, it's not a bad film, and it's made a fucking billion dollars somehow, which I hate. <laughs> I just thought it was really boring. Did you? I genuinely really? thought it was a really boring film. There was a point, and I'm not saying this. This isn't me memeing. There was a point. I don't know. Two thirds of the way through. Okay, so so let, let's say right now, if you haven't already seen Top Gun, Top Gun Maverick. Where have you been? Spoiler alert. No spoiler alert. This is going to be a completely spoiler chat. Um, it's not spoiler-free, um, so if you wa- haven't seen the film and you actually want to, I'll, I'll I will say this: if you've seen Top Gun one, you've seen Top Gun two. Bruce um, doesn't die, doesn't he? <laughs> um, this, yeah, this this is a spoiler zone, so stop listening now if you don't if you do want to see the film and you haven't seen it yet uh, and you don't want to be have it spoiled. Um, I can't remember what I was about to say. I just thought it was really. Good. There was a point two thirds of the way in where they're doing. The repeat repeatedly doing this Hornet training, the, the trains do the stuff. Da, 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 da. And I genuinely I realized that I was literally just thinking about what I was going to do after the film <laughs> and I completely drifted off from the film mm. and I wasn't and I and I, I had stopped paying attention to what was going on. Because I genuinely I was bored. Um the most exciting part of the film for me was the the bit at the end with the F fourteen versus the Su fifty <laughs> sorry, so the fifth generation fighter aircraft. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, and it was the one what the, it is. The one bit of the film where it, the entire thing was CGI. Su-58. So... <laughs> Why didn't they call 58. them Su-58? Why the fuck did... did nice. Wait, did they? I don't know. That, that... Well, because everyone, all the fucking casuals that go see the film know what a MiG is, and they don't know what a Su is. Well, That's probably... Oh, they'd have pronounced it Su-58. They could have just called the MiG-58. It was this weird thing. That was a really weird thing that I noticed when I was... They... they always called it a fifth generation fighter jet or fighter mm. aircraft and it was such a weird turn of phrase to continually use it was almost like there was a copyright issue or trademark issue that they didn't sound like it was forced call it a su-57 yeah, yeah. It, it, it was weird it was really weird um can i can i, can I just interrupt what just sort of related to that is one thing i love in this and again the the film is is predominantly super hornets Obviously, the last which I which I genuinely think do not have a well, any particular screen presence whatsoever. Let, but what I find funny in this is when Tom Cruise gets called back to Top Gun, etc. There's a bit when they're doing the brief before they do all this training, which is saying we've got the F thirty five, but we can't use it. <laughs> it's, there, there are so many bits that what they say he he literally GPS he, jamming so, or something so was it? Oh. The premise of the film. Is they're training these pilots. It's not at all how Top Gun, a fighter weapons school works. Not at all how the fucking U.S. Navy works. The point is to train a selection of pilots to do this one specific mission, which is to drop a bomb in a nuclear weapons nuclear processing plant or something yeah. inside a fucking yeah. crater in a mountain or something. 
And they he literally says the line, this mission would be perfect for the F-35, <laughs> except the area is GPS blocked, <laughs> which means only the Super Hornet can do it because, uh, because it can target it visually. Now, this is obviously getting into the minutiae of, of aviation nerd stuff. So Chekhov's not, targeting I really board. like... <laughs> <laughs> Except that the, the F-35 has one of those. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, it would have been... The reason I, they couldn't use the F-35 is that they don't have two-seater ones that they could put, put Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise in, in yeah. the back of. Yeah. Which, by the way, the, also, it would have been so easy for them to just say, um, we can't do this because, you know, if things go bad, we don't want fi- our fifth-gen technology in their hands. Falling into our hands. Or, You've already written a fucking better or, film. Or the F thirty five C is is uh, new would be ideal, but we're not fully worked up to that yet. We don't have enough airframes, yeah. or you know, we yeah. we haven't yeah. we, we haven't, haven't done tested that, we, that, we haven't tested that, that to that stuff, I, or something. I, I don't know. I can for, I can give them poetic license on that level on that kind of stuff because that is not it. That's not. The US Navy wouldn't imagine have let them how say the that, does, not that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what plane they use in the film for the story. Imagine how much more um, Sam would have hated the film if they'd used F 35s instead of Super Hornets. I, I think F 35s would have had more on screen presence oh, really? than Super Hornet. I thought the Super Hornet was genuinely really boring in this film, Joking. really uninteresting. Oh, bull. Yes. I, 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 I actually. I thought it's, I, I I thought for basically Hollywood's lacking in any. I mean, it has been for for since probably what behind enemy lines. Sorry, my mic behind enemy lines, two thousand two or something. I can't think of any other Hollywood film that has that has aerial cinematography. Stealth. Uh, yeah, but it's all. I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, um, and even then, when was that? Two thousand six or something. There hasn't been uh, a film yeah. with much Hollywood cinematography of actual fighter jets that weren't cgi for a long time and i thought the cinematography i thought it was awesome i think there's a lot more thought... cgi even off the hornets i think there's a lot more cgi in this film than, than they pretend no but was. you know actors yeah. in the back with with g's pulling their faces and stuff like yeah, that. yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and um uh, what, i mean i i thought the aerial cinematography was awesome i i don't know it's that i agree i can i could probably see with I most of your do anything for most me. of your criticisms i reckon i can see where you're coming from even if i just it didn't really bother me but i thought i hard disagree on that one i thought the aerial cinematography was amazing mm. i get the lull that you were saying in the middle i get that because they ended up talking about it and you know reprimanding maverick twice. i i do i do get that lull in the middle but that that ties into my my main criticism of the film which i think it was really really cheaply written because virtually every scene is just a direct callback to the first film this film does not exist without the first. You, you, well, this yeah, film would not Hollywood doesn't exist. I, I know it sounds dumb to say because it's a sequel, but every, every nearly every scene is literally just going Top Gun. You know Top Gun, right? <laughs> Look, you, it's like that in Top Gun. You like Top Gun, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. And I just, I all the way through, I was just like, just write, write your own fucking film. <laughs> write the next that, actual Top Gun that is going to have the, all the yeah. quotes and callbacks and everything yeah. else in the future. The pro- I think I yeah. think that's a Hollywood problem, though. Hundred percent. Well, yeah, very much. Yeah. Oh, well, how how many films he's done? The fucking the, Jurassic the, Park, the, the one that has not done as well. The new Jurassic Park film that is literally just you look Jurassic Park. You like Jurassic Park, right? Yeah. Remember Jurassic Episodes. Park? Look, we've done it. Jurassic Park. <laughs> I think, but that's the same so, as this I, film. I, I think that's the thing with maybe, maybe I've come to a sort of accept it because I love shitting on basically Hollywood is just a nostalgia factory at the moment. Like there's no actual original yeah. and good writing, but, th- but that's a- across Hollywood. So maybe uh, my, my brain just takes that as just like, 
industry like i didn't expect them to be writing i i knew it was going to be full of throwbacks and callbacks and everything for example that that first yeah. 10 minutes but it was it was too the much first 10 minutes of just it carrier footage much. that could have literally just been yeah. like stock footage <laughs> there was no context yeah. or anything to that i don't even think uh, any well it was, li- it was literally just carrier footage and the music from the first but, film and it was literally I, just going top gun it's top but gun, i was just like gun. this is awesome i like watching it it's got zero you could have cut that out and it would have made zero difference to the fucking movie you could have saved 10 20 you minutes cut, you, you could cut a lot out of this but film, mate. i i actually uh, enjoyed that I there there are two two other big issues that I have with the film. Yeah. One that I'm amazed that I haven't haven't seen a single other person make this point, and I'm I'm amazed because because the, both this and the original are are completely outrageous, unapologetic, pure American military war propaganda. Yeah. That's yeah, what yeah, they yeah, are. And they're, 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 yeah. There's no yeah. anyone who claims otherwise is genuinely a fucking moron. <laughs> but. <laughs> The whole premise of this, ignoring the fact that it's completely not how the fighter weapon school works and, and that he's teaching the supposedly the, quote, best fighter pilots on the planet what G-forces are and stuff <laughs> like that. The whole premise the whole premise of the film, the entire premise of this movie is training these pilots to do an illegal act of war yeah. against a sovereign nation. <laughs> and no one else has made this point. There's been no conversation about it. The entire film is about and the US doing a fucking yeah, but... unsanctioned illegal act of war against a country extrajudicial J downs and, 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 <laughs> and they and they they justify it with a, a a single throwaway line that you could almost miss if you weren't paying attention that it's a rogue nation but okay it's a rogue nation that has a fully working fifth generation, generation <laughs> and and apparently an entire fucking regiment of air to air missile launchers <laughs> running conveniently along the top of this canyon with no one thinking to point even a single one inside. It's as cheesy as um, an ace combat mission. Oh, it is. It's, a, it's exactly same, like that. Same, yeah, same that's actually exactly what it's, like. it's It's the fucking... Well, there's there's one in every game. It's the fly through a valley and if you fly too high, yeah. you get shot down. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I, I still love it. I did think the um the, the fact that the, the whole lead up is to destroy this thing and then it, it, it still... And then it carries on after that. I think the ending went on too long mm. because you have the bit where he gets shot down and then he's running away and then the hind comes and then you know the hind's obviously going to... At that point, you know exactly what's going to happen mm. and then Goose's son, whatever his name is, comes in and so shoots the hind and he gets shot down and then he has to rescue him and then they have to go and get the Tomcat, which obviously and all of that mm. and that whole takeoff bit was just dumb mm. and but whatever. And and having having just said that i thought that, that part of the film was actually the most interesting and most enjoyable bit it was I obviously very cringy that. oh we've got a tomcat but oh we beat the new planes because we're the better pilots um and it was very very cringeworthy and and all of that very cheesy obviously it's top gun you can i can look uh, at that but I, I just i did think the ending went on don't too long. you know that iranian f-14 shot down russian su-50s if, if you 57s sorry mm. Fucking uh, oh yeah, and that's the fact that yeah, the the rogue nation that never gets named, but is a very very it's just Iran. <laughs> um, but it's okay because they weren't my, desert my... scheme Tomcats, so it's fine. No one will know. <laughs> Where were the F fours at? <laughs> well, yeah, oh yeah, that's it. It was grey, <laughs> so it was fine. Yeah, um, and but something else that just annoys about the film, but it's it's more a Tom Cruise thing than than the film. And I I I really I I thought this during Top Gun, but having recently in the last couple of weeks also watched the f- three most recent mission impossible films is that 
Maverick is just a massive Mary Sue. Mary Sue? Now, if you don't know what a Mary Sue is, it's basically, it's like a trope of a character that has no flaws and is almost like too perfect. And anything that they do, any flaws that they do have are actually positive traits because it's like they're too good at stuff or they're too out there to but they're actually obviously it's fair something they're very good at and that's basically t- the classic in the classic film. like lone wolf who doesn't play by the book which basically means he doesn't yeah. follow official oversight guidance rules yeah. and no. uh, and anyone in yeah. real life who doesn't play it by the book is always a fucking racist or a murderer or goes to prison <laughs> or you know 100% right but, but it, even like cops in 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 american tv and i i agree with sam with this cuz he like or any flaws by the way that he does have any really devastating moments mostly they happen off screen it's like goose's death in top gun 1 it's like oh it could be devastating i, I it would be better if he genuinely caused that death but it's like no it was no blame on you oh but you feel guilty but you shouldn't be feeling guilty and then he gets his confidence back which is just tom cruise all over right but yeah. any like yeah. it, it, but the what a lot of people fucking forget is like with 80s movies like i'm a rogue cop and i don't play by the book i'm a dirty harry it's like yeah that's fine for fucking movies but in real life any American rogue cop that doesn't play it by the book is always a racist or a murderer or a paedophile or like yeah. they or like that. That's why there's a fucking book in the first place. You know, it's like people rail against. But it's not. It's not even whether it's realistic or not. It's just. I think it's just. It's just lazy fucking writing for an actor who can't possibly play a flawed character. And even when even the flaws that they do have are really positive. The flaws, yeah, the flaws are either he's, actual secret positives or they happen off screen. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like it's like the the people who go into an interview and say, "Oh, I work too hard," or <laughs> you know, "I'm too punctual about stuff." I'm a perfectionist. Know, okay, All right, get off. Out of yeah, and that's just because you. Tom Cruise has to play that character because he's he you know men men want to be him, women want to be with him. Da, 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 everyone loves him, and he's always the best. And you know, he's a bad te- he's in the right, okay. <laughs> here we go. Here we movie, go. This is going to be a four-hour-long podcast. In the movie, he completely fails as a teacher because he has to go along and do the mission himself. Yeah. So you have this whole thing about him trying to teach these students to do it, but then they go, "Oh, Tom Cruise, you're just so fuck. You're just so good at this. You gonna lead it instead? You know." But this, but this how is much last more interesting. There. Yeah, but how much more interesting... Yeah, and it's just like, oh, of course, but how much more interesting of a movie would it have been if he had genuinely actually taught the students to do it themselves, but he had been suffering actual PTSD about Goose and not just feeling a bit sad about it and having to deal with that. But of course, you couldn't do that because that isn't US Navy military propaganda because, God forbid, you show your pilots, you know, having fucking debilitating life conditions as a result of their service. Um but how much more of an actually interesting film would that have been if he's dealing with an actual PTSD problem while genuinely teaching these students and didn't have to go and do it himself at the age of 60 fucking nine or whatever, you know? Nice. Yeah, it's true. But then, but to be fair, I but... also didn't go to Top Gun 2 for an interesting movie. Like, if I want to watch the big well, show, but, well, but that's you know, fine. But they, they Margin they, Call or something. If, if, if a movie is hyped up that much, then I have the right to oh, criticize yeah, yeah, yeah. it. But that's why I, I loved it because I just didn't give a fuck about all that kind of, and Normally, I do. Normally, I want like something to chew on intellectually because otherwise, I just go and watch Transformers and, you know, eat lollipops. I certainly reserve the right to criticize it as a piece of propaganda. Well, which is what yeah. it is. Yeah, but Independence Day is, and there's loads of films that are, a lot of American films are military propaganda. Pro- probably really turning this into it. like a, like a like a, a den of geek kind of podcast. But 
I would posit that much of American soft power is through their cultural influence through movies. Oh, massive, hugely. It's all propaganda. Like, it's to say, like, Die Hard and everything else, and you can pick any American cheesy action movie, and I still like it. I take it for what it is. Does, does it make me want to go and join the US Navy? No. Well, well I'll, 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 I'll quote... I'll quote verbatim a pictorial meme I sent to Dan earlier. Marvel fans, when you tell them you want to watch a film with character development, action, and practical <laughs> effects, and not a two-hour green screen movie about CIA and military propaganda focus-tested and laser-designed to never challenge your worldview or emotions. And that's how I felt about this film. I, this this I film went... was the blue sky beam of aviation films. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dan. I, I, I mean, I very much went to go and see... So I took, I took my partner with me who I got into aviation and she actually really loves the first Top Gun. And we went, it was actually after I'd done my course in Amsterdam and I just treated it as a summer blockbuster, just a wind yeah, down me film. Too. I, I enjoyed I, it. I'd been, my, my like stress levels and work, I hadn't really chilled out for a good month or two with like moving and stuff like that. And it was just so nice. It just a bit of escapism more than anything. Um, that, yeah. So I, it's like from, fast from food, that right? perspective, yeah, we can we can sit here and talk about how McDonald's is ruining the fucking planet with climate change and corporatism, and we can talk about the you know supersize me and just what it does to your body. But sometimes, just want a big Let's get one up. No, I, I I'm not. I, I just I just didn't think it was an enjoyable film. I found it boring. I, I enjoyed and that, it. I, that. I have I have I have two. My so my as I said, I liked this film with provisos. Number oh, yeah. one. On. How the fuck does someone survive a crash at Mac Ten, and then walk into a bar <laughs> yeah. and get a glass of water? Yeah, but it's just oh, because because he's maverick. He's he has no flaws. I like that's I a classic. Like that's how... a classic case of writers just writing themselves into a into a uh, a yeah. dead end because it's like yeah because it's like why does he need to be going Mac fucking ten? Is that a thing that like, and he's like why could oh, it have we, been Mac three? You know, like really, we, we've done Mac, Mac ten. Let, let me, because, you know, it makes a really big difference if I go to Mac 10.2, guys. Whoa, look at me and how big my cock is. Or did he even yeah, need to I mean, fucking... I mean, how has he got to that point as a test pilot when he clearly has no uh, no respect for any sort of procedures and regulations? Did, did he need to? Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. As, as Escalamdal told us when he was, you know, a test pilot who came on and said that you follow these rules because they save your life. And if they don't, <laughs> you die, die, you know. But he didn't die because he's Tom Cruise. Um my my second proviso with this film, also in that first scene when he's flying, I don't think they actually name it, do they? The oh, they do. They do. Dark Star. Oh no, it does have a name. It's like the Blackbird. Oh, it's the Dark Dark Star. Star. It's got the little skunk work sticker. That's on the, the, the Yeah, I I, dodge, I enjoyed those little thing. throwbacks to actual aviation things. Yeah. that like you know, yeah, I like that. I like how he's building up to Mac Ten. Does like a fucking ninety degree turn, <laughs> like. <laughs> Like the hardest turn you've ever seen. Like you won't be doing that at Mac Ten. But apart from that, quite like that. My second sort of weird one is why the fuck have we like done another rehash of Star Wars: A New Hope? It's a canyon run. It's a, it's a, it's a trench run with a vent that's only so small, and yeah. you can only hit it once. It's just lazy writing, a... yeah. What? This is this is this is what it's I. It's just a reskinned I, I trench was talking run. about yeah. before. It. it, it if this is much a rehash of the first film, okay, it was air to air and air versus air to ground, but the premise of it, it, it or, or the way it's written and the way it's so much of an nostalgia, it's just as much as rehash of the first film as Force Awakens is of A New Hope. 
yeah, it, it, they changed some of the details, but it's it's entire it's exactly the same. But they story. made this Star Wars as well weird somehow. Yeah, that's it's because there's that's because there's there's like one studio making all the massive movies now, and, and the committees are <laughs> well, left. You know, if we can't Disneyfy this, off then, your fingers, uh, Kathleen Kennedy, for God's yeah. sake. Um, I did I did find it interesting that they bear in mind it's now it's been quite a long time since I saw the film, so so I have forgotten some of these. But I did have made a note here that they 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 actually specifically lampshaded quite a few of the inaccuracies in the first film. The one that stood out was they make a real deal about not going below the hard deck. Yes, yeah. Um, which is quite a big, like, is one of those things that people called out in the first film, which is the hard deck is the ground when yeah. you're exercising. And if you go below the you're ground, you said, oh, crash. I was only below the hard deck for a few seconds. And it's like, okay, well, you don't go below the ground for a few <laughs> seconds, you crash and you die. Um, and they actually specifically called that out in this film, which I found quite interesting. But it's just... So the next film can call out Mac-Tan ejections and everything else. <laughs> I I, I, I I think if you enjoy it for what it is, I, I actually um, disagree on the cinematography. I thought the aerial cinematography, CGI or not, I, I actually, actually really enjoyed enough, that. I thought that maybe was, I'm that was really maybe I'm misremembering. I I have put in my notes. Uh, I hope you I hope you write a lot of the camera work is it. quite good. <laughs> just sat there. It's a good film, looking film, right? scratching furiously away. But I did just find the oh I was sat I was clearly sat next to someone who was a clearly a, a, a like a Top Gun mega fan. And there were a few bits, I can't remember, there was one bit particularly towards the end where I genuinely laughed out loud because I thought it was so stupid. And I can't remember what it was. Um, it might have been like someone saluting someone or something, I don't know. And I genuinely laughed out loud and I got the dirtiest look from this guy. Like, how, how fucking dare you laugh at this film? Um, which... which made me laugh i i just i just love how tom cruise the film is because he gets to fly his own p51 mustang at the end with i that's quite cool which I that's quite neat oh it's very cool um i um how uh uh us someone on a, an, even an american navy's captain's wages has his own <laughs> p51, mustang. p51 and maintain it on his own and all of that sort of stuff but as far as sort of fan servicing the original film, is the flat that I can't even remember the name of um, the woman in it. What's her name? Who owns the bar? Penny. Penny. Is that the same flat that Kelly McGillis has in the first film? I, no, it looks ex- like not. exactly the oh, same beach so. house. Maybe I don't know. I don't... Well, even she, even she, Penny is in the, is a reference is, is a, a reference, reference to, to someone the, the, the admiral's daughter. daughter. Yeah. yeah. Penny they can't Benjamin. even come up with a, with a new character. Um, it's just that, well, but then that, and it, 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 this was something that was so Tom Cruise again that was like there was a bit where he's he's with her and he jumps out her window and he's trying they're making a big deal about how he can't and I you know I I thought it was teach you know they're they're, they're older people having a relationship which is obviously you know is adds added another element it wasn't just Tom Cruise hey I'm still look I am still twenty five honest <laughs> um and then he jumps out the window. And then he comes up, and the daughter's just stood there staring him out the window. And I thought that was that was genuinely quite a funny moment. I thought that yeah, was that was yeah. actually good, quite good comedy. And then she goes, "Just don't break her heart again," and it completely killed it. <laughs> and I thought, "What?" And and that's just so Tom Cruise. And that that he's a heartbreaker me. and a life taker. I mean, look, you got you. I think well... you've got to just take the, the film in the spirit and uh, you know, in, yeah, in, intended. It's a summer blockbuster. Um, it's a cheesy summer blockbuster. It's not intended to be art house or Oscar yeah, bait. It's but, done too well for my life. But yeah, um, I enjoyed I, it. it does, I liked it. I mean, again, it's 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 not what I'm judging the film by at all. 
but it is it does also it's just it's dumb that he's literally trying to train these pilots to do what they they already have to be able to do simply to have got into service yeah. as squadron pilots and then teach them to do a mission that would simply just be done by a squadron or it's, you know it's very it's very by the it's very by the numbers Hollywood writing it. it's it's yeah, yeah so there we are we could probably yeah. anyway i i'm right and you guys are wrong <laughs> um, <laughs> that's been another episode of the uk air show review podcast uh thank you for listening if you've enjoyed it share it with all your friends and family um especially if they don't like top gun which is uh, which is no one we've lost everyone one. we're just talking to the ether by now like if we didn't lose if we didn't lose him with our free app rant then we've 100 percent. we've lost him now i have no desire to talk to top gun sympathizers which is everyone um, <laughs> oh cool i'll be talking to myself in it we out there great ideal please don't talk to me dan anyway i'm just gonna talk about atrs for the entirety of the weekend <laughs> Fuck off. um please share the podcast if you've enjoyed it um particularly with other people um who may you may know who are annoyed about the free app price changes um it would be great if we can i did say on the forum maybe urge people basically urge people to email free app not just take it on the chin um, if they don't like it, to make it known, because even if they set this in stone and cut and decide they can't go back on it, the harder it is for them to do it in good conscience, the, conscience, the better. Just, just because, as Tom says, fuck them. No, I didn't. I, I meant fuck off in trying to justify yeah. it as 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 it, the you know yeah not yeah, not but, fuck but, them. But, but, I, I do like free hat and I do like well, the team fuck, do, yeah fuck fuck the person that decided to to write no, an email saying you wanted us to raise that. prices if they made a wrong decision i mean we we ought to give them scope I don't, to make I the right to, decision mistake you, they, I, you can't i can't tolerate mistakes um okay <laughs> we're on all the social media uh, facebook twitter instagram at uk Asia review our website is airshows.co.uk where you can re- read all of our reviews of React and other airshows, including the pre-pandemic React, the last one, 2019. And you can join the discussion, including a very heated debate about the React pricing uh, changes uh, at forums.airshows.co.uk. Thank you for listening and see you in another episode. Goodbye. <laughs>